What's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. We got the whole crew here tonight. Uh, me and Ryden, obviously, the whole crew. What's up, everybody? We did not get to record last week. Sorry about that. I was uh, I was out of commission, and uh, we've drug Ryden probably out of the bed to get this one in. Um, the show so must we're gonna go do on. It. The show must go on. We're going to do a little catching up, kind of go over what we got coming up. And uh, I got a couple things, some HVAC service calls I had today. So let's get it on. Yeah, come on. Welcome back, HVAC crew. Yep, uh, I definitely have had a, a rough week, but um, you know, bringing the show back in, we wanted to just take a couple minutes and talk real quick about our buddies at EGIA who have always been great at supporting us. Um, they've got a couple of webinars coming up this month and next month. The first one is January 25th, and it's a webinar with Optimus Financing from 1 to 2 p.m., and it's just going over identifying problems in your sales approach, where to improve payment options, and how to make your business more profitable through financing. So a link for that will be in our link tree, as well as one on February 3rd, which is the top 10 KPIs or key performance indicators for contracting businesses. That's another 1 to 2.15 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's really just looking at what are critical things to measure, what departments you really need to track, and how can you learn to manage your business remotely so that you continue to be on the move in a more and more fast-paced HVAC career that all of us continue to see. And like I said, links are in our link tree and on Instagram, and there'll also be posts on Facebook starting tomorrow. So go check it out. Let them know the HVAC R&D sent you, and we really appreciate it. So after that, let's get back to the show. Nice. Not too bad. You crushed it. Not too bad. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Yeah, good job on the plug, right? <clears throat> well, we've talked about a lot on here about financing and still a lot of companies out there um, not offering financing, you know, and if they do offer it, the way they pitch it to a homeowner is is not good or a little bumpy there. It's uh, I know it changed when I was in the field. It changed our company tremendously. Most people don't have, you know, there's always those statistics, but most people don't have seven to 10 grand laying around. No. And I talked to a customer yesterday that was, that was running up to a contractor or two different contractors that were offering financing. And, you know, they were, they were financing a job for a couple, two or $3,000 more than what he was financing it for. And it was just, it's interesting to see all the different ways people are trying to utilize financing. Um, 
you know, and there's a lot of times I think homeowners get really misled about um, what's in their financing too. So I think, right. I think, you know, going through webinars like EGIA is especially a company that's about education and not about profit. You know, they are a nonprofit for contractors. That is their goal is to educate you guys through their contractor university and through Optimus. So, you know, a little hour here and there can mean a whole lot to the future of your business. Yeah. And I mean, um, trying to set these up to where your guys maybe can sit around or um, set their calls up to where they can watch it on a lunch break on their phone. Um, you know, stuff like that. And the more people in your company understand your financing and how those things work, you know, the better overall your business is too. Of course, the other, yeah, the other webinar, um, learn to manage your business remotely, right? Like I've said it time and time again on here, you got to get out of the field and get out of it yep. so that you can turn around and see your business from the outside in. That's when you start managing it. Yeah, you can't run a business working in it. You have to work on it. Right. And, you know, looking at the top 10 performance indicators for your business, it's really, they want you to zone in on these certain things to really see how you can help move the needle. And, you know, maybe it's maybe three of the primary 10 things are what you really need to focus on. So you can, you can kind of gauge what you need to do with your business as you see these different things. So, you know, give those guys a chance. They do a really good job. They've been really good to us. Um, once again, let them know HVAC R&D sent you. And uh, yeah, check them out. Let's see, uh, we got to get, and I know they're, you know, we had um, Lucas on here talking about the foundations and stuff. They're, they're really starting to get the whole trade thing and getting guys in the trade. So I like that too. It's hard not to support that. That's right. <clears throat> And if there's anything, right, so, yeah, if there's anything we're about, it's people that want to build this industry the right way. Right. All the stuff on Instagram, man, like following these guys, seeing what they're doing. It, it's a, uh, it's a great thing now with social media on the trade side. You know, I wish there, there's so many times that, that I wish I could see, I wish I could have seen my dad's Instagram if he had had one. I can't imagine Cajun. Actually, I can't imagine Cajun Joe having one, although it probably wouldn't have ended up completely about HVAC. We probably would just laugh the whole time. Uh, I mean, that's that's actually something cool to think about. What what would your like? What would our dads would have done with Instagram? Yeah, what would they have done with Instagram in their in a trade? Um, I know this sounds bad. My dad's like, man, if I'd have had that stuff on my phone, I would have never. I would have never left my bedroom. I'm like, God, Dad, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> I love. I mean, my dad embraces technology, so he's um, Cajun Joe does too. Yeah, I mean, it's you got to man. But God, yeah, if they'd have had an Instagram, <laughs> well, and just following, you know, these guys are you're literally watching their career grow. Um. Speaking of that, what we gotta we gotta talk about some guests we got coming up. We do. We, got, we, we do. keep getting uh, keep getting derailed a little bit with the sickness that's going around. <laughs> that's a dang truth. <laughs> uh, I was struggling. I know. I will be glad when I am through this week. I am what you don't sound five, that bad though. Well, I'm five days into my my symptoms oh, yeah. now, 
So I'm coming out of some of it, but like I said, I was tired as crap today. And then yesterday, um, the brain fog was real yesterday. I couldn't remember a damn thing, dude. Isn't that weird? Oh. Yeah, I had, <laughs> it's a real thing. The sip, the, the side effects are just bizarre. Well, and, and half of them don't make sense. Like you can't, everything is, anything could literally be anything right now. It, it's it's right. crazy. You know, we went, when I went to get tested, um, you know, I asked them if they needed to test, test Chris because I took her with me just in case. And their answer to me was, we're just going to assume she has it. I said, now, how is that a medical opinion? <laughs> well, I said, <assume, laughs> you know. I mean, I thought that worked out usually a lot different in terms of meaning. But I just think we're all running around. We're not really sure what to do. No. We get an email from the school, you know. Your daughter's got a quarantine, close contact quarantine. We're like, what? You know, she ain't got no symptoms, but the next five days, she's uh, fifth grade working from home, you know, yep. doing her stuff. And- but so was other, so was ten other kids in her class. So I, I feel for the teachers, man. They're, they're like they got like a half virtual class going, and there's the other half is still there. I don't even know how a live in person that works. Well, they just kind of like they, you know, the, she told Kylie, sign on at ten, and I'll catch you up. And if there's any questions you got on anything, and but, but she'll just have the she'll just have a camera rolling while she's teaching class and Kylie's just set up watching it, you know? It's like Okay. I mean gotta adapt, but I do think we need to I say move on. I don't know. We're just it's crazy. Well and it's it's hit us and it's hit our company and it's unfortunately hit our plans. Um you know, we were we were looking forward, extremely forward to AHR a week week after next or kind of the end of next week. We unfortunately are now not going. Um, sucks, <coughs> sucks. But um, the good thing. Well, is, at the end know, of the day, we we still work a regular yep, job. We do. We do work for the same company, and this stuff is going around, and me and Ryan both bailing out puts our company in a tough spot. Yeah. Especially the way we've had this stuff just running rampant everywhere too. And you know, it was our, our company was supportive of us going, um, which, you know, not all probably are. So, you know, we're grateful for having had that support, but you know, this is one of those things that unfortunately, you know what? Um, we're looking forward to 2023. That's all I can say. I feel like we just said, man, I can't wait till 2020 is over. Oh man. Everybody thought it was just going to switch, light switch, just yeah. click on and, oh, sweet, it's all gone. So speaking of that, speaking of uh, getting this getting this out of the way here, what are you what are you drinking on there? What What's your uh, cocktail tonight? Oh, so uh, this evening's cocktail of choice is a uh, Musex DM and a side of uh, Earl Grey. Earl Grey, some tea, some tea, which I am now out of. So it looks like it's water for the rest of the episode. Did you put any? What are you putting in the tea? Anything? Honey? Uh, this time, fireball. Uh, yeah. I already had a little bit of uh, 
grandpa's cough medicine earlier. Uh, that, that helped get my throat primed and ready for this. So you could hear me speak. So I'm going to try out the, uh, the Bud Light Sour Seltzers again. Found some of those down here in the fridge. Oh, yeah, you didn't have to go all the way to the top of the cozy cone this time. No, no, that's, I know, last time I left you hanging. Oh, there goes my Mustang. Neighbor. I don't think mine's driving around right now. The, uh, <laughs> the soon-to-be-happening black eyes, I guess, might be scaring it off right now. Well, I was going to say, so, welcome to the South. My kids are out of school tomorrow because possible black eyes. So, they're pumped. Corey was close contact quarantining for this first five days of the first semester and got way behind. Jeez. We've had to email the teacher. I mean, dude, he is trying, man. He gets home from work at nine and goes straight up to his room and is playing catch up on something that he, it wasn't even his choice, you know, like he had no symptoms. Like, we were just going to send him to school, and they were like, nah, he can't. Um, so we had to email the teachers and like, look, you got to have to give him some time because he's playing catch-up on stuff. He ain't even got a book yet. Yeah. You know? It's hard to play catch-up so, when you can't play catch-up. So they're going to give him some time. He's But he's been – me and him were up there last night trying to get through some Spanish. I was trying to help him. I was like, dude – how can I help you? Like, I feel, <laughs> he's like, well, let's go through this Spanish here. So I got the Google translate out and we were crushing it. <laughs> I can just, even then though, it was tough. Dennis, I, mean, I want to hear your accent. Oh, I can't. It's bad. <laughs> so yeah, on the Google translate, right. You hit the mic and we were, it was like a fill in the blank, but it was all like pronouns and, you know, Estan, Estamos and, what fits in what and me and i would say it and it would it would just butcher it on the thing and then he's like give me the phone let me say it then his accent was worse that's awesome (laughs) and you know midnight rolls around and we're still in there dicking with that uh tracy's like i'm gonna let y'all have that but we got through it i mean helping your kids with school those days are like gone man I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I can't even help Kylie. She's in the fifth grade. Like, I, I mean, what they're doing, the way they're learning stuff, like, I literally can't help them. Dude, I, Kristen's, uh, or my little sister-in-law sent me and Chris a uh, pre was it pre-cal? No, a pre-cal uh, question the other day. She's like, do you have uh, any idea? And I was like, I was like, well, I, could, I figured I can solve for x and i can solve for y that's as far as i can get you i can get them isolated (laughs) i still remember how to do that but that's it right like it is gone like once i got out of please excuse what what's the parentheses please excuse my dear aunt sally yeah but but i swear like i was so happy to be a history major and not to take math when i went to college wanted nothing to do with it but then i ended up roping myself into being a a business major at the same time. So finance was cool. Which has a lot of fine. Like I was good at finance. I was good at at dealing with money because it was 
you know, you had something, this is how it gets there. So it made sense. Right. Because I actually had a reason for it to get from point A to point B. But the just, you know, all the ones where you just have to throw the graph on the wall and be like, this is this because maybe this. Don't care. Well, the <laughs> doesn't was doing some math last year where you do all this math so that you can draw a line on some graph paper. Yeah. Like what, what are we, what are we trying to achieve here? And I start trying to ask him why and this and why that. He's like, I, I, don't, I don't care know. why. Just, <laughs> I'm just trying to finish it. Like I don't. Yeah. And then you got to shade one side of it. Uh, I'm like, what? I said, why don't you just download a graphing calculator app? So I downloaded it and I type it in the whole problem, hit enter and it would draw the line. He's like, give me that. Let me see that. I'm like, Dude, you got to use your resources here. <laughs> How to help He's your like, kid cheat God, through high that school. That is amazing. I'm like, it's only two bucks a week. Tracy's like, what? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's only a free trial, then it's $99 a week. Oh, How much was that TI-85 again? Yeah, I was going to say, that was the one. Of course, what is it now? They probably have like a TI-900. No, it or they- it's still, I still had to buy that for him. Oh. It, I swear, it was like a... Hey, you know what? That's impressive. The staying power of the graphing calculator. Well, there's just no other way to do it. Like, I, yeah. I just... That was not, I couldn't do it, man. And I, and I think the hardest, honestly, the hardest math class I ever had, well, actually the two hardest math classes I ever had were in college. I had quantitative analysis. There was a 200 level and a 300 level. And that 300 level I had to, was my last semester before I graduated. And man, I remember, I think Kristen listened to me bitch about that class so much. God, it was tough. I'm trying to think when Tracy took, so Tracy's, she's an echocardiographer, but she had to take, I want to say it was physics, uh, like a short stint of it, and it was rough. She had a rough time with that, and I was trying to help her, I mean, so let's see, uh, oof. No, Ooh. that's not a tea. Uh, that was I know. Spark, sparkling water. All right. So, as y'all all know, we are going to do, we're going to attempt the 50 state tour. Yes. I feel like we need, we're going to have to have like a, a band tour t shirt at the end of the year with everybody's Instagram handle on it. It'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. On the back. Yes. Yep. Like the, uh, yeah, what was the tour that came through Atlanta with uh, Metallica uh, and Disturbed and Linkin Park and God, what tour was that? I know we used to have what Carolina Rebellion around here was that big, big festival like that. It came to Turner Field. We went, I got the shirt. It's got all the bands on the back yeah that's a good idea what's your static yep 50 state tour 2022 so we can't really so we had hvac jess on here so canada wins she was crushed she was pre (laughs) (laughs) crushed it yep um 
So what we got lined up? So we still uh, still have Lady Katie from Global set up for us. So she's, I guess she's going to be representing Texas. Now is it Global the source? Global the source. Okay. Um, screw that up there. And then Jeff J. Dimasari from New Jersey. I'm pumped by having Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm pumped just to listen to you act like an excited little school kid to talk to him. <laughs> like, I love I love hearing Dennis, like, excited to have his conversation. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been watching his – I feel like I'm, like, part of his company and watching his jobs go in on Instagram. I'm like, yep. oh, look at that. I'm, like, zooming in. I'm showing showing Corey and, and Tracy. I'm like, look at this install. And they're like – I, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm like, can't you see the lights? Just look at the lights. Look at the lights. So I shared, I shared his install with a couple of pictures. I screenshotted them and shared them with Zach. Right, we had Zach on the show, and his company prides herself on doing a good install, and they do a lot of duck jobs. And uh, Zach said, "Dear God, where?" Is it is this something you did? I said no. It's it's a guy we're gonna have on the show. He showed it to his boss, and his boss was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. <laughs> he said that's what I'm talking about. So they they didn't know what that bubble wrap liner was. See, and dude, I'll be honest. There's not. They had no yeah, idea. There's not a lot of people here in Charlotte that do. You know, Dad and I used it in the mountains all the time. Reflect. I love the way stuff. it looks, man. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, Easy to now, how good's the airflow and everything got to be? Like, I just feel like it's, I don't know. I mean, what's the insulate? What's the R value there as far as stuff just sweating? So there's different ways to do it. Um, if you put it straight on bare metal, I think it's just an R4. Um, and then okay. depending, now some of them you can get them in thicknesses also. So there's there's thicker bubbles as well. But then also right. it depends on how big of a space you leave as an air gap between the well, duct and say. the insulation. So depending on what you need, they make little spacers that go on the edges of the duct. Or, you know, what we used to always use was everything that we had as little scrap pieces. We use those to be our spacers. We just double stack them as spacers and tape them and use those. I was going to say, you could put something just on a corner, right, and wrap it. Of course, I will, I'll talk yep. to him about that, but... Um, you know, or we do, we do like a, a one inch thick piece and just wrap it twice around it, you know, every mm-hmm. foot. And then we'd wrap the, the bubble around that. You. So it gave it its space. Cause we like in Atlanta, right? We, we wrapped all our duck with just R8 duck wrap. Mm-hmm. And, but a lot of our subs, you're like, man, that ductwork looks so good. You know, they wrapped it really tight, but they had it so tight, they, they destroyed half the R value there. Yep. So, you know, it looks good. Then by the time you put all those collars on there, there's big flat stickies on there. Um, everything's just mashed down. It looks great. But, of course, you don't want it kind of sloppy on there. Um so yeah, I mean, you, what what do you think about uh, messing around with Emerson? Maybe having one of their guys on here. I'm hoping so. Um, we got got an email today talking to us about maybe having someone 
in our other podcast slot at AHR. Wah, wah, wah. Um, so yeah. uh, <laughs> I sent an email back. and said, you know, the things you want to talk about are going to be important all year long and not just during AHR. So let's get somebody on the show. <laughs> right. So you got on here. What state you think will be the hardest to get somebody? I, I know. I, I don't know. I'm telling you, the Midwest, man, it's going to be tough. We have like zero listeners. If you build so it, they will come. That's right. We just got to. I, mean, I just curious of what the. We're just going to start hitting up dealer locators. And I'm going to hit emails to everybody. Dealer locator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I need somebody from Idaho. Let's go look. No. Yeah, I love I love watching these guys on on Instagram, man. I hate I missed that whole I know thing with with in, with installing and service, man. But again, you know, I, I seen HVAC Jess got on the other, got on there the other day and was talking about building your Instagram channel, right? Doing Instagram posts like good ones, um, it takes time. It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. I told Ryan, I was like, man, I didn't get, we're not going to be able to record. I don't have a voice. And, you know, he's like, well, you're going to have to put some stuff on Instagram at least. <laughs> I put everything on there non HVAC related. <laughs> Dude, Corey dragging him around the neighborhood on a freaking boogie board. Oh, that was great. Yeah, we had the little snow come in, um, which apparently it's coming again, but. Uh, so yeah, say. so you know, I don't think we're gonna give get a redneck a golf cart, and there you go. <laughs> give a redneck a golf cart. We we blew out a couple <laughs> river tubes or inner tubes. We the uh, the boogie board worked the best, but extremely difficult to stay on. Um, my back's still a little sore from trying to stay on that thing, but it was cool. So, yeah, I think Midwest might be – California is pretty big for us. Out that way, I think we'll be okay. And, um, and you know, it doesn't – you know, and here's the other thing. We're going to talk to contractors, manufacturers reps, sales reps. We'll, we, wanna, we want someone from the industry from every right. state. So, you know, we may get a contractor from this state. We may get, you know, obviously we're getting a contract from one state, a rep from another. So I want to diversify it too, because the, the beautiful thing about this is we have so many different avenues of this business that we can just kind of continue to discuss and talk about. So we can, you know, we have an endless pool of potential podcast guests. And if you're listening and you're interested, please send us an email at HVACRND gmail.com look at you plugging the champ tonight i know man so another thing about this show right is and the same thing with instagram is following people that's that's real right we i've been talking to ryan about you know me trying to do some real life training um just changing the game changing the way we've been HVAC has been stale for so long. Um, 
So having guests on here that are just, you know, a guy in his van, he's driving around doing service calls. Like he doesn't have to be this big name in the industry for somebody listening to the show to, to get something out of it. And that's you know? the truth because you can learn from anybody. You can learn from anybody. Yeah. yeah I mean, everything on this show ain't got to be right, you know? It's nope. Just, but it may, and, and what's, you know, some stuff works for some, some works for others. That's why we've got so many different opinions we get to pull from, which is nice too. Right. So speaking of that, I want to throw out a little service call for you. I had today. Nice. Um, throw that in there before I forget. So, um, had a guy call in. Sound like he was in his mid fifties. Um, not that age has anything to do with it, but it kind of gets me going on the path here about some training and how we learn this business and how we learn service. So he calls me up and says he has a, a gas pack package unit and I can hear it. I can hear the inducer going and cutting off and I hear a relay clicking and it's just over and over. Mm, click, mm, click, mm, click, you know, I got it on speaker and I'm, I'm like, what, what you got going on, man? He's like, all right, well, I said, well, I hear it. <laughs> it's not starting. He's like, no. So I always ask, all right, well, you know, I get the model and cereal and all that, but what have you replaced already? And they're always like, well, so we've changed out the board twice. I'm like, geez. He's like, I know, man, I know. Shouldn't have changed it again, but we thought it might have been bad out of the box. I was like, yeah, it just don't really happen a whole lot. You know, I don't care what brand it is. It just don't happen much. Um, Yeah, I've gotten the occasional motor where you take it out of the box and spin it and it don't spin. It's locked up. You know, that's where we get the occasional non-programmed motor. Non-program motor. Yeah, that one you really don't know until you get out there. Love that. So I said, all right, well, tell me what, you know, I pull up the pull up the wiring diagram. It's just a basic, you know, let's call it a basic furnace here. Um, so we got it jumped out. We took the, we took the thermostat out, you know, un- undid all the low voltage. Got it jumped out between red and white. So it'll call and you can hear, you know, I told him, I said, you know, what's your, is is you got, do you keep a constant 24 volts on your white and common? He said, no, I've got it. And then the relay clicks and then I don't, then I got it. I said, yeah, I mean, I hear it. It's just click, you know, and it's just over and over and over. No codes, no nothing. So. I said, when that induce, you know, when that when that board calls for white, for heat, the first thing these boards do is send voltage through. And I've said this on here before. Instead of omen out safeties, it sends voltage through all the safeties back to the board, and it's looking for twenty four volts. Um, and I took him through the circuit, right? So it goes through the rollout. Yep. Comes out of the rollout, goes through the main limit, 
comes out of that, goes through the blower limit, comes out of that, and I'm I'm looking at the diagram because that's all I got. Goes through the pressure switch, then the gas valve, and then back to common. It's just one big huge loop. And it sends voltage through all those, waiting for it to come back. Now, so we took the meter and we started checking voltage. And we didn't have voltage coming back to the board through some safety. So we narrowed it down to the blower limit. It's hooked to the blower housing there. Um, so I said, let's jump that out. So I had him unplug the inducer because it was just wigging out. Yeah. Um, right. And he said one day he came over there and the transformer was blown because this was an older gas pack didn't have. Uh, I don't think it had a fuse on there, but um, transformer was toast. Put changed it, turned it on, and you know it was just clicking and clicking. So I said, "Take your little alligator clip. Let's jump out that blower limit because we don't have voltage going through it." And he owned it out, and it was good, right? It beeps, everything good. So we jumped it out, and now all of a sudden, so we got we got the inducer unplugged just so it's not having a fit. And now all of a sudden he's got a pressure switch code. Hmm. And I said, well, that's good. So now that voltage is there waiting on that one, mm -hmm. you know, so you're going through the line there. So we plug the inducer in, it comes on, fires right up. So two boards later, of course, they were thinking about changing the gas valve. <laughs> um, and it was literally a blower limit. This is three days on this call. Yeah. So knowing not just, you know, everybody says, oh yeah, you got to know the sequence of operation, right? The inducer comes on, pressure switch closes, it ignites, but there is like three more steps before the inducer even comes on, right? Knowing where the voltage goes and how the board sees everything is so critical. And he goes, man, I got to thank you. He said, I had no idea like this even happened. And I've been doing this for 20 something years. And well, and it's just crazy. I didn't even realize this was looking for that voltage. Well, and that's what we talk about. You know, these guys have gotten lucky with this fixed it so many other times. Like, you know, oh, there's a furnace problem. Let's grab a board and a gas valve. And we'll see which one we need to change first. Right. You know, and I mean, we. We talked about that. I swear we talked about that on the last show, I thought. I probably talk about it on every probably, show. Probably. Probably so. Um, but yeah, it's... I had, the fl I had the furnace today not send some flame. And it was an older furnace where in between the two cabinets, it had a plug. Um, you know, like a nine-pin plug separating the top and the bottom of the furnace. Instead of just solid going through there, which I'm so glad they're starting to do away with that. And he didn't have any high voltage on his flame rod, which he didn't know was supposed to be there anyway. And it was that plug that separates the two sides of the furnace. I was like, check it coming off the board. He's like, yeah, I got 90 volts. I'm like, sweet. Check it up there where the flame rod is. He goes, I got nothing. Also changed the board already before he called me. Um, so unplugged it, 
plugged it back in, got a good connection, and then it started working. Now, is that going to work 10 more years? Probably not. You know, that plug's about done. So, um, he said, well, what do guys do when this plug goes bad? I said, well, that's a free estimate, man. This thing's like 21 years old. <laughs> let's, let's move on. So, yeah, good, good day for some, uh, I think I only had, I think I only had three calls a day. It was rainy, a little rainy here in Charlotte. Not much going on. No, it was a kind of a yucky day. I don't know how you did sales wise. Uh, I think we did decent though. I haven't right? even looked, to be honest. For Charlotte, I mean, most of our branches did decent. Let's see. For what it was, I mean, a lot of people calling asking for flex. Oh yeah, that's that's been happening very regularly these days. Like I answer the phone to help out on the counter and they say, you got any flex? I'm like, who is this? What's your company? Like, yeah. who, you got any flex? Uh, sure. I need some boosts and flexes. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a decent day. Decent day. Um, no, it's been, despite it, you know, not really doing anything Monday or Tuesday, it's not been a terrible week. Yeah, I mean, this, I, I was going to label this podcast, is it still January? <laughs> it's just like, January is just like, blah, man. Yeah. Jeez. It most definitely has been, I will say that. Yeah, I can't really do much, I can't do any training because it's, too cold and people are busy um i don't know man i just can't get it going it's just it's a weird time i mean i've even i've talked to a lot of contractors they either really really busy or they are just completely dead um well so what do we got well, coming up here I've talked to a few and yeah they're either completely dead or their entire office staff and half their techs are sick and they're out. Well, I've heard I've it. heard that all week too. I'm like, I feel you. <laughs> Me and Ryden feel you on <laughs> that. We are we've been on the struggle bus with the gas light on. I know. For a weeks. And it's like we're we are going to knock out these fifty states, and you know that's an episode a week. Like that's crushing it almost, and we're. We're two, <laughs> three weeks into the month that we haven't even got to say. I was, we're going to be. I was kind of doing the math there, and I don't know if we can pull it. Well, I think we might have to, we might have to double up with some guests on some shows and figure out how to have more than one extra person. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just going to. That, that's our. That or double up, double up a couple weeks. I tell you what, we're going on the fifty state tour. That's it. Nobody said it had to be in a year. That's true, right? But we're trying. Yeah, we can't pull. We can't. We can't, we can't pull that off. Oh, dang it! See now, you when you say that, that just makes you want to be challenge accepted. Well, no, I mean <laughs> we're gonna try, but I'm just saying, like, we're going on the tour. So you're saying there's a chance? So you're saying yeah, we're going on fifty state tour, starting, yeah, in the struggle bus, and we're rounding the, the first bus. bin. Going into next week, 
hoping that we we get our first guest on the show finally. Oh. All right, so what do you got us into? So end of January here. All right, guys, I got to do another plug. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. This is a really good Ryan one. Ryan signed us up for some something here. So um, I signed Dennis and I up to be referees at a charity cornhole event um, or a charity cornhole tournament for the hardest yard. That's H-E-A-R-T-E-S-T, hardest yard. Um, you know, people ask what that is, but that is part of former Carolina Panther Greg Olson's foundation, and it is for supporting families of children with congenital heart disease that are treated at Levine Children's Hospital in Charlotte. Nice. So the reason we're doing this one, um, not only is because it's a great foundation, but one, my niece who... My niece is only a couple years younger than me. Um, that's why the, the age thing, it just seems weird. I'm talking about my niece. You would think it'd be someone younger, but it's not. Right. Sorry, Amy, not calling you old. Um, <laughs> but her, she has some really clo- close friends that she has three God or had three godchildren through. And their youngest daughter, Lila, was born in July. She was born with spina bifida, heart defects, and a George syndrome from heart failure. And she spent months and months in the hospital um, until they finally thought she was healthy enough to go home. But unfortunately, she passed away December 9th, um, several weeks ago. And the Hardest Yard is the foundation that took care of almost everything for that family. Wow. So, you know, I know stuff with kids is really close to, or should be close to everybody's heart, but it's close to both of our hearts. Um well, you, you hear about foundations, yeah. right? But when you find when, when they hit close and you know somebody, you know, a personal experience, it definitely changes how you look at some of these things. And you know, and we have we have customers and we have employees of customers that have have had children treated by Levine Children's Hospital and I can't hear enough nice words about that place. Um, right. So to be able to help something you know, through someone that's made Charlotte their home and really continued to try to help the people here, but also help the children's hospital. This is something I felt we really should be involved in. So, you know, how, what are we doing? So we're having a four hour cornhole tournament. It's $12 for individuals or 24 bucks a team in advance. There's going to be a link um, through our link tree and on Facebook as well. So you can go into you can go in and purchase tickets. That's if you're in the Charlotte area. Um, you know, obviously not all of our listenership is in our state, but the nice thing is there's right. also a donation link that'll be set up through our link tree and on Facebook through Venmo that is at Lila's Hardest Yard, which is L-I-L-A-S-H-E-A-R-T-E-S-T-Y-A-R-D, Lila's Hardest Yard. Um and then also, if if you don't buy tickets in advance, you can still register the day of the event for fifteen bucks individually or thirty for a team. So, Dennis, I'm expecting all of your buddies from Fort Mill to form teams and get their butts up here. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, you know, I'll see if I can drag a few drag a few stragglers up um, there. Now, it's I feel like we need to brush up on our uh, cornhole. I think so. We're probably going to have to. There's quite a few yep. different ways of doing well and i think i think they might let us set up um a few house rules just so that we can kind of keep everybody corralled and on and on point 
Right. Um, now, the nice thing is, you know, if cornhole is not your thing, there are also um, some vendors that will be set up. It's in Ballantyne Village, so it's around a bunch of restaurants. Um, there's, yeah, that's a nice spot know, over there. And then there's also going to be a silent auction. So there's going to be all different things that are donated for the silent auction. But the grand prize for the cornhole tournament is some Greg Olson signed merchandise as well as some tickets to some Charlotte Hornets games, I believe. So nice, some, some nice little prizes. Um, and then, you know, you get to listen to Dennis and I banter back and forth with you while you're tossing the bags. So yeah, I mean, so good luck with that. <laughs> I can't think yep. of a better time. Right. Um, but you know, we've got to be, you know, a huge thanks to black Phantom air pub for hosting it hosting in the Ballantyne Village area, as well as ISI Elite Training, which is my niece's company. Um, five of their locations are going, and then you know we're sponsoring it, as well as uh, the Price and City Drug Company. So, And there's possibly a few others that will get added. So, you know, as we hear any you know, of that stuff, we'll, you know, continue to add it into the event information that I'll be trying to get posted out the next six, seven days up until the 29th. Nice. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. How are we, speaking of that, I was looking on there, thanks to our sponsors, HVAC R&D, how are we coming, where are we at with getting some swag online? So, I think we were going to try to tackle that instead of, since we didn't make it to AHR. Yep, so the swag website is in process. Yeah, there's a lot to yeah, that. There's there's a good bit to that. You know, we can jump in. Biden's and, working hard. Yeah, on we that. can jump in and we can we can sell on Facebook or we can sell on other things. But the headache is having all those things kind of synergize and make it easy. So um, I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, there's definitely more than just uh, HVAC R&D hats and stickers on the way. Nice. I feel like we got to do. I mean. In this industry, like everybody wants a good hoodie, we got to do a good hoodie. Yep, you like a good hoodie, a good long sleeve tee. Yep, some good good hats, some beanies. Definitely got to have some beanies for our our northern listeners. <laughs> yeah, or here. Yep. Yeah. With our apparently, yeah, because it was 70 a week and a half ago, and now it's minus seven. Yeah, <laughs> I was outside cooking on the grill, and now we got black ice, and the kids are out of school. Yep, what the heck? Yep, all right. So, what are we thinking on? Uh, what's our next guest? Have we it should be, should be Lady Katie lady, next week, lady should Katie. be next week. Yep, all right. I will be working to confirm that yet again. Um, we'll test out the old boots are made for walking one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she didn't say what she wanted her. No. You come on this show, you get a walkout song. It's just, it is what it is. Yep. I love how everybody we have is like, uh, I mean, I'd give you a song, but it's it's copyright and all that stuff. I'm like, just give it to me. We'll figure it out. We'll let it rip. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll chop it up or something. All we gotta do is so give what do you credit wanna, where credits due. That's all we gotta do. What do you want 
What do you want to title this one? I feel like you've got the perfect title. Oh, gosh. Uh, it has to be down with the sickness. It has to down be down with the sickness. <laughs> it has to be because we've both been oh, the last yeah. the last uh, I'm gonna two play weeks. That in the background the whole time. And, uh, <laughs> we definitely need some clickbait after not having an episode last week. Last week's episode consisted of Dennis and his raspy voice sitting by his computer screen for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was all I could I do to muster that up. <laughs> Jeez, I look like I was just dead. I was just like, huh. Well, you got no energy, man. No. That was weird. My voice was gone. Like, that was day three or four. It was starting to come back. But the day I went home from work, it was gone. It was, I was hacking. All right, so... We'll do that next week, and uh, you got anything else? You're probably fading, dude. Oh, dude, it is it is time for the next uh, Mucinex dose and night night. <laughs> Did you take one before you started the show? No, that's close. No, no, no. This was that was just for the the fun of it. No, I was not sitting here sipping on Mucinex and tea together. All right, well, I'm gonna need you to get some good Instagram stuff out there, man. Hey, working on it. Yeah. <laughs> working on it. All right, well, thank you all for listening. And uh, we're going to let Ryden get some shut eye, get some more tea in him, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Stay, stay uh, not sick out there. <laughs> yeah. I'll look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You're not looking among your dogs.